TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He joins us every Monday at 11 o'clock, and we thank him for that. He is the man who covers the Browns for the Chronicle Telegram, brownszone.com, where you can read all of his work. He's Mr. Scott Petrak. Hello, Scott. What's going on, guys? Scott, eh? Well, we're, we haven't gotten into a whole lot of Ken Dorsey talk yet, so let's do it right now. Browns reportedly have a new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking if you were looking for, qual- and this is not a bad thing, qualifications that match Alex Van Pelt as closely as you possibly could, going back to even working in Buffalo as a quarterback coach and all that, uh, Ken Dorsey's your guy. What was your reaction? Yeah, it's interesting. I, he doesn't have the same resume as Kellen Moore did, right, who was play calling coordinator for a long time with the Cowboys and then last year with the Chargers. But I think if you look at the other guys, other candidates, right, Andy Dickerson, um, Gerard Johnson, Brian Johnson, and Ken Dorsey has more experience than those guys in this role. And not that that's the only thing that matters, right, but – I mean, I've been around Ken Dorsey before. He was a quarterback here. Um, he's obviously a smart guy. He's played the position. Worked for Brian Dayball, and Brian Dayball says good things about him, and I trust Brian Dayball. Right? He was a really good coordinator at the Bills and went on to be the, the Giants head coach right now. Um, and I, I think there's some things to like about Ken Dorsey. I mean, Josh Allen had a really good year under him in 2022, and we know that Dorsey got fired during this year, and you know you can look at that as – a bad sign, but so much goes into those kinds of decisions. So much goes into why the offense is, is struggling or the team's losing beyond just, you know, the job that the coordinator's doing. And Dorsey did good work with Josh Allen last year. Um, he did good work before that as quarterback's coach with Josh Allen, and that's part of the job, right? He's going to work hand-in-hand with Deshaun Watson and the other quarterbacks. And, you know, when he was quarterback's coach in Carolina, Cam Newton – Went 15-1, and one, went to the Super Bowl, and was MVP of the league. So I do think there's a lot to like about Dorsey. What do you think of the changes? Just, I mean, I know they haven't yeah. announced any of these things, but, you know, I'm I just wondering how much of it has changed for the sake of change, how much of it is, hey, this guy didn't fit, and are they going to be a better coaching staff next year? I, 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 just, I mean, I know those are all up in the air, but what do you think sure. about just even the changes themselves? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. And one final point on Dorsey, I, I think it's important – that, you know, Josh Allen and Cam Newton, right, are both dual threat quarterbacks. And Deshaun Watson is too. Now, they're, he's not the same type of runner as Newton and Allen. He's just not as big as those guys. But I think having a, a coordinator in Dorsey that worked with those types of quarterbacks will help as Kevin Stefanski continues to tweak this offense and adjust this offensive system to make Deshaun Watson as comfortable and as successful as possible. So I think that was – part of the attraction of Ken Dorsey as well as some of the other candidates. As it goes for the entire staff, you know, I think you have to look at all the moves individually, right? Um, Stump Mitchell 
you know, like I don't think Stump Mitchell is connected to Alex Van Pelt is connected to T.C. McCartney, why there was three changes on the offensive staff. Um, I do think after four years together, you know, with all those guys who were on staff for all of Kevin Stefanski's years, sometimes it's time for a change. Sometimes you want some fresh perspectives. I do think you're trying to maximize Deshaun Watson, and that's why Kevin Stefanski was looking for to make a change at coordinator. Um, so, you know, obviously we don't know how it's going to play out. Deuce Staley has an impressive resume as a player. Has been in this job before the Browns. I think the Browns thought they could get him because he was fired from Carolina during the season, so they knew he was out there. I think that was part of the reason, perhaps, that something Mitchell was fired. You thought, okay, they thought it was an upgrade to go to do Staley. So I think all those things are taken into consideration. Do you think there's a play calling possibility here, or would you imagine, and and I do, that it stays with Kevin Stefanski? I think there's a possibility. I mean, Ken, Ken Dorsey's done it the last you know, year and a half. Um, and we know that Stefanski is always open to that idea. It's just a matter of if he thinks he can do the job the best. I was told last night that a decision hadn't been made, uh, but I would expect Kevin Stefanski to keep the job. Um, Kellen Moore was the only coordinator that it, candidate that interviewed that I thought he would call the plays, right? There's no way you were getting Kellen Moore to be your coordinator if he wasn't going to call the plays. Um, now, I don't know how the interview went with Ken Dorsey. Maybe Kevin Spansky had to promise that. But um, Spansky has more experience in that role. I think he believes he's really good at that role. I think the organization agrees with that. Um, I would expect Spansky to keep calling the plays. What did we learn yesterday? Is there anything we can take from what we watch in the conference championships and apply it to the Browns or thoughts that you may have had while you were watching the games? Because i got to tell you, Scott, every time I see Kyle Shanahan, I always think, what if? And maybe I'm on, maybe I'm on an island by myself, but every time I see him, I think about, oh man, what if, what if he would have been yeah. stayed here? Yeah, I mean he's really good. Um, you know, that's no, <laughs> we're not just learning that now, right? He's been right. really good for a long time in that job. Um, you know, it, it's tough how it applies to the Browns. You know, I think you have to have a well-rounded team. Um, you know, San Francisco may be the exception there. I think you know across the season, you say, oh, they have a good defense. It hasn't played like that in its two playoff games. Um, you know, it was better in the second half yesterday, but even then I thought Detroit helped them a bunch. Um, the front four is not its not doing what it used to do, and I think that's the difference, which is why I would think Kansas City is going to score some points. You know, if Bosa and Young can get to the quarterback, that's different, but they're not doing that nearly as much as um, their reputation they have in the past. Uh, you know, Kansas City, it's not just Patrick Mahomes. It's their defense is playing at a really high level, has all year, and did against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens again yesterday. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I, and it comes down to so many small things, right? I'm looking, I got ESPN on now, right? And there's Brock Purdy, and everybody's raving about, about Brock Purdy. He played great in the second half, right? Made a bunch of scrambles, made some huge throws. He also threw a ball that bounced off the safety's face mask and turned into a touchdown. Right or put him at the four yard line and they scored yeah. a touchdown. If the guy catches that ball, they probably lose the game and we're not having any of the same discussions, right? Dan Campbell's not getting killed for going for it on fourth down, right? Lamar throws that pick and it's a terrible pick. But if Zay Flowers doesn't fumble on the one yard line, maybe Lamar treats it differently um, because it's a closer game, right? And he doesn't try to force up on the end. So it's such razor thin. Um, and I will say this, it, it, the coaching matters so much when you get to 
these games. I thought Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo at Kansas City were great. Um, and I, I didn't think, you know, Todd Munkins had a really good year at Baltimore. I thought Spagnola outcoached him, uh, you know, the, the Kansas City's defense coordinator. I thought he had the advantage. And I thought Andy Reid, especially early, to get that lead, early lead, which was so important, I thought he outcoached Mike McDonald, who's, you know, a hot coordinator or a hot head coaching candidate for the Ravens. Scott Petrak joining us from the Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com. I'm still sitting here trying to figure out how the team that led the NFL in rushing yards this year and has run the ball beautifully for years gave the ball to their running backs six times in in a game that was 17 to 10. Scott, it's not like they had to throw to catch up. It seems sometimes teams get into the playoffs and these guys just outthink themselves and don't. And I know Kansas City did a great job against the run, except Gus Edwards had what three carries for 20 yards. That's Let's see what yeah, that's a great do. question. Yeah, I saw that stat well after the game, and it was shocking. I mean, I watched yeah. the game, and it didn't. It wasn't like hit me over the head. Man, they need to run the ball more. Um, yeah, it's, and I think that's a little Todd Munkin, right? I mean, he's been a throwing guy. He was a you know spread him out guy in college. Um, that was the reason they went and got him is because he was a you know could add to the passing game there. But they were the number one team all year, right? So they, it's not like he didn't run the ball all year. I do think that happens, Jeff. You get into these pressure games, and it, whether it's, hey, Lamar's my best player, I want the ball in his hands all the time, or it's you came in with a plan that you thought was going to work and you don't get away from it quick enough, or you fall behind early and you start to panic a little bit, whatever it is, um, that number is really hard to explain. You know, and then Dalvin Cook didn't even get a touch, right? Like, I don't think he played. And that's another thing that you, just makes you scratch your head. Are you liking the Super Bowl? I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, my early thing is the Chiefs. Uh, you know, I just think Patrick Mahomes is, you know, I picked against him yesterday and regretted it, mm. and it's really hard to pick against him. I think the way you beat him is how the Bucks beat him in that one Super Bowl where they could not protect him, but the line's healthier, and they protected him yesterday against a good, really good Ravens. You know, the Ravens led the league, led the league in sacks. Um, so I, I would take the Chiefs. I think the 49ers will be able to score a little bit, but that Chiefs defense is good. They can play some man. they got some good corners. Um, I think it's going to be a good game, but right now I'm leaning toward the Chiefs. I, I would too. Did anything that happened over the weekend make you think anything specifically about our team? Um, you know, not really. I and mean, we all know what the Browns – any weaknesses they have, right? You look at the receiving core, just okay. Um, you know, like I'm watching Detroit and watching their guys drop passes, going, well, you know, they got some issues at receiver too. Um, so I, I didn't think, and maybe I'm missing something, but I did not see some direct correlation where I go, oh, this relates to the Browns because, you know, I think the Browns are solid. I think, you know, I like their defensive coordinator. I like their, you know, Kevin's fancies calling the plays. Like that's what was going through my head is, okay, yeah, I think Jim Schwartz is on the same level as Steve Spagnola, right? I think Kevin Stefanski is up there with Kevin or with uh, Kyle Shanahan is an offensive coach, an offensive mind play caller. So I think the Browns are set up well. It's just a matter of do you get you know what my thought was? Do you have the quarterback who can do it, right? Do you have the quarterback in the second half who can execute the offense that you want, stay calm and make plays in crunch time because Mahomes made plays early and then he made the big play late 
right on that third and nine to end the game. Brock Purdy made plays late. Um, so that's what you need. You need that quarterback. It's not all the quarterback, but you need the quarterback to make some big plays when it counts. Thank you, buddy. Always good to have you with us. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Scott Petrak, Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com. And you can read all of his work there and get more of his thoughts on Ken Dorsey as the new offensive coordinator of the Browns. You're already out. You know, by the the end of the week, it's February. Did you know that, Andy? Jeff, I'm glad you brought that to my attention because not only are you Dr. Redpen, you are the calendar master. That's really not very nice of you to call. Dr. Redpen. I think it is. You keep the show in line. You're like, um, you're the Dean Blandino of Baskin and Phelps. <laughs> Dean Blandino. Can I be Gene Steratore? He's from, he's from here. Where's he from? Youngstown. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yeah. My man was stacked. He put the, the muscle in refereeing. All right. Didn't he? Well, there you, you sure? Who's the guy that was the big muscle guy that always wore the tight shirts? Ed Hockley. Ed Hockley. Oh, Ed Hockley. Sorry. His kids are, are nothing against Gene. Gene, you know, Gene's a fine guy. Is that not the greatest Gene's gig ever? Gene's son does college basketball in the area. Yeah. Is that a great gig though? I mean, you retire yeah, you, as a referee, well, and now you get all of a paid sudden, more to do TV. No, you think that's what Aaron Rodgers said? Really, you think they're making yeah, more to do TV? They're getting more to do TV, so they're they're leaving the the field, and it's hurting the game. Here's the the beauty. That's what of Aaron Rodgers said between shrooms. Oh, my God. I can't believe you just went there. I did that for Dan. Thank you. I needed that last. You're welcome. Well, I mean, and the other part of it is you don't have, it's like a weather guy, right? If they're wrong, they're wrong. So, oh, I disagree with what the referee said. Okay. Who's coming back at that? Have you ever heard anybody mad? No, the only thing those people, the only thing referees, retired referees in that position that they have them on the networks now First of all, how bad is it that we need a referee to explain the game that people have been watching for years, right? Isn't that a – doesn't that say something about the game that maybe there are too many rules? Uh, kind of does, yeah. Okay, so we need that person and when, then – When highly paid network broadcasters rely on somebody else to help them with the rules, which I don't think is a bad thing. Oh, I don't think so way, either. But it, it just goes to show you that's something interesting. I, and if that, But if they're wrong, well, no one's going to do anything about it. Oh, man, Dean Blandino really got that one wrong. Oh, I can't. I am going to write a letter 
to the network saying this guy isn't doing a good job. Who cares if he's wrong? The Guardians. It's a great gig. The Guardians have signed Carlos Carrasco to a minor league deal and invited him to spring training. I think that's great. They always have a pitcher that seems to make it as an invitee. For a couple of reasons. This is this is what you would assume the starting rotation is going into spring training. February is at the end of the week. What happens in February? Pitchers and catchers report in 10 days. There you go, baby. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Shane Bieber. Tristan McKenzie. Right now they're penciled in. Is Tristan healthy? Can he stay healthy? God, I sure hope so because he's fun to watch and he's good. Shane Bieber. Is he going to be what he was at the end of the year when he was a little better maybe than he was at the beginning of the year? Does it matter? Because uh, are they going to trade him in season? You can't just let him walk as a free agent, can you, Andy? I mean, you got to trade him, I right? I don't know. I think so. I think you got to trade him I or figure so out a way for him to stay. Or think one or the other. The absolute stupid scenario is you let him pitch all year and you let him walk at the end of the year as a free agent. And with what you're doing with the rest of the team, why would you do that? I mean, you got you got rid of Cal Quantrill. Why? In theory, to save money. So, so why would you keep Shane Bieber? If you're if you like Gavin Williams and Tanner Bybee and Logan Allen, and by God, you should because they're all really good, interesting young pitchers who pitched well last year. They're in your rotation. If Tristan McKenzie's healthy, he's in your rotation. If you're gonna let Bieber walk, well, well that would be ridiculous. And we've heard rumblings, well, they're going to keep him. Okay, fine. Keep him till the trade deadline, maybe. Maybe because you're not getting what you want for him right now. I, I would like to see Shane Bieber here for another seven years. That's not going to happen. Right? They're not going to sign him. That's not happening. They're not going to sign him. So you got to trade You really him. want Shane Bieber for seven years? Yeah. If he's pitching, okay. Dan, would you sign Shane Bieber to a seven-year extension? I didn't, no. I didn't say I was signing him to a seven-year extension. What I said was, I'd like to see him here for another seven years. At, the extension has nothing to do with money. Would you like to see Shane Bieber here for another seven years? No. Okay. Well, that did you guys understand what I said? Probably not. I said I would love to see him to here. There are there are circumstances that go into that. It means this: Shane is healthy and pitching well. That's what it means. Okay. He's only twenty eight. Okay. I mean, why why wouldn't you want him here for another seven years if it worked? I just I don't think Shane Bieber has seven years in him. That's why I do. It's not like he's a guy who's throwing 98. He's getting guys out throwing 91, 92. So, but I, I don't expect him to be here for seven years. I don't expect him to be here for one year. Well, that's a good point. Too. But I would love will to have him Will he be in the here. league in seven years? Yeah, I'm, I guarantee he will be. Guarantee. In seven years, you can come buy me lunch. Okay, I'll buy you lunch in seven years. <laughs> That'd be great. Let me get you some. I'm gonna go buy you some crackers. Belts and Baskin bets seven years. Bieber. I'll get you the six pack of crackers or nine pack of crackers. Sh- Shane's the kind up. of guy who could pitch for a long time. That's that's my point. And if he's healthy, well, great. But I I don't expect him here, so move him, move him now. Which brings us back to Carlos Carrasco. Okay. You're probably going to need somebody at some point this season to step into the rotation. I, I don't mean make a spot start here and there. I think you might need another. You might need a fifth starter. If Carlos can find it a little bit, and what better place to help him find it than where he had his greatest successes? 
it could be a great signing for the team. And you're not thinking of him for seven years, but no. I'm thinking of him for one. I don't think it's a huge. That'd be great. Like season insurance policy is sure. Yeah. sure. I'll buy that. So I think that works out beautifully. And plus, I think he's a good pitcher. Didn't do so well with the Mets, but that's okay. Yeah, I I don't have any problem. This is a typical Guardians move, isn't it? Yeah, bring back somebody that was popular. Maybe they they you got rid of him at the right time. Although his story, so like I don't know what the right time was to to trade him or to let him go. But I just but they did they did let him go at the right time, right? Yes, he didn't it, give the Mets a whole turned, lot. As it turned out, they did. So now they got a chance to get him back. Get him around Carl Willis. Life is good. Uh, they also signed another pitcher who's got an interesting background to him. Is is is, is Tyler's name pronounced Beatty? Dano. Yep. So they bring in Tyler Beatty, and they have Shane Bieber and Tanner Bybee. So it's Bybee, Bieber, and Beatty. This isn't going to be a problem at all. Not at all. I'm and, already the, and they're bringing Tanner Burns to spring training, so if you really want to keep it going. Our fan base is going to handle this great. I'm already excited. Maybe they can just get BB, a jersey that you can just switch the letters on the back. BB. Velcro. Boom. <laughs> Think about how much money, because you only need one of those guys a night, right? I, I'm, I'm saving this team money right now. It's you. Look at me. So the nameplates on the back will now have Velcro on the back. So you just stick new letters on it. Well, they kind of do that anyway. No, they, they sew just, them in. Well, I know, but so you, you get a sewing thing and you scrape them and you rip the threads out and you take the name off and you put another one on. Why waste the time, though, when you could have uh, the miracle of all miracles? So you Velcro to stick the letters on. You could on. have Bybee, Beedee, Biber, and Burns in your rotation by the end of the year. Biber? Yeah, I was going to say you already goofed it. Yeah. See, that's that's what's going to happen. This is going to be Bieber, Bieber, Beatty, and Burns. Oh, we got a law firm if they can't play baseball. What do you think? He interests me. Who? Reason the uh, guy with Dan, the last name starts with a B. Tyler Beatty. Yeah, he interests me. He was a first round pick of the Giants. Found his way to Japan out of Vanderbilt. Started finding some success when he was at Japan. There's video of him out now throwing 97. Like I'm intrigued by this, and you one. should be. See, this is the this is a Guardians move. Although a lot of teams bring in you know pitchers for spring training and all, and, and see if they can get lucky. This is a guy who could end up in AAA, and then end up back up here at some point. I don't know. I just got past. You, you got rid of Cody Morris, so you know maybe BD's a depth guy for you who gives you some insurance. I just got past Trey Bertallet and Lee, so now I'm trying to pick up the new stuff. I'm trying to hang with you kids. Remember that? Trey Bertallet and Lee. Trey Bertallet and Lee. Lee ended up being pretty good. Billy Traber is coaching at his old high school. Oh, he was the hardest interview in the history of baseball. Yeah. Great guy to talk to off camera. Just, yeah. Hey, you just one hit the New York Yankees. What think? a fantastic. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, it was all right. Tom Candiotti came up to me the next day, and he goes, I have never That's felt so sorry for a sideline reporter as I did you. Ding! And I was like, well, you just kind of got to know him. If you know him, it's not a problem. Billy Traver, one in a million. Got to love him, don't you? Today on Indians Flashback. You're a terrible human being. We'll Indian talk about when they left their gloves on the field. Chiefs.
49ers. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports is going to talk all about it. Eric's a pretty smart football guy. He's coming up next right here on Baskin and Phelps. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 